table. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. There we go. Hello and welcome to the DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. And what's going on, y'all? This is Ace the A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404-603-8770 is the number to do so. 888-926-7562. If you tune in visually, you can see us live on Facebook as well as Periscope. Also, if you want to text in your comment or question, uh, 844-844. 947 5822 again. 844-947-5822. Gonna try something different with this text line tonight. See how that works. I know who ain't gonna be texting. <laughs> the pound puppies. Anybody that's a pound puppy's not texting in tonight. I understand. I'm, it's trying okay. to, I'm really trying to get them to text Trying to get up under their skin. <laughs> Oh, we got a lot to get into, of course, college football, NFL, uh, NHL, NBA to talk about as well, and um, college basketball. Uh, new top ten is out. A lot of things have taken place over the last couple of weeks. Uh, but first, about seven years ago, and what was it, around September? About that, yes. About, about September, August, something like September, that. August, September. Uh, you attended a One Music Fest uh, where you ran into... Uh, DJ Thomas Crown, and uh, I'll let you begin the story from that point. Uh, I mean, I'm good. So, I got to go a little bit a little bit further back to give them. Oh, you want to go all the way back? Just just a, about a, a couple of a month or so. Hold on, let me close this door. <laughs> I thought you wanted to go all the way back to the wedding that took place 20 No, 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> nah, we ain't going to bore them with all of that. You know what I mean? We ain't going to bore them. But that was a, well, a quick story. So, my best friend back in Columbus, Georgia, was marrying your cousin at the time. And I had well, seen still my this cousin. guy. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean the marriage. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah both of them happily do, okay. doing, what but doing. But doing what they do, right. So, at that particular moment, I had seen this guy around, you know, here and there, different places, but had never really interacted with this guy named Asa Brown sitting to my left until we were both in the wedding. And that Friday night, we were sitting around over at uh, Chris' apartment, hanging out and everything. And, you know, you said, hey, man, that's all we doing tonight? Hey, listen, I thought. And that I was all that needed to be I said. Thought was, I thought it was bachelor's. <laughs> you thought it mean this last night. The last night. I could play cards anytime. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all the story we telling you. <laughs> well, I'll go a little further. We, we all would sleep at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> if that, that tell you, you know what kind of good time we had. We had a good time. Um, so one music fest. Uh, fast forward. Fast forward. One, so fast forward about a month or so before music fest, maybe a few months or whatever. 
we always sit around like anybody do, do. We watch sports. We talk about you know what's going on, right? Things of that nature. And we've always been two people that'll be like, um, you know, we won't talk about just the now. You know, we will talk about our thoughts and and perceptions of how things were previously. So you know, whether it be an athlete. Or you know, a particular athlete Anybody that that we knew, you know, whether with the high school or we knew of him through somebody else or knew of her through somebody else, um, or we just sit around and be like, man, I remember when Roddy Lott, you know what I mean, did X Y Z as you watch the commentators on TV. So we would have these conversations, and you know, it got to the point where you would say something or I would say something, and literally. You know, 30 seconds, 45 seconds later, the commentators were saying the exact, exact same, same thing. Right. So the joke was, you know, wherever <laughs> we, we was at, who was bugged, you know what I mean? Like, come Big in. Big Brother was always watching let's, at some let's, point. Let's, let's, let's pat you down, see what's going on. <laughs> Somebody got a Y or whatever. Um, so then fast forward to, so we jokingly would always joke around and be like, man, we could, you know. We, we should do this. We should do this. So we, it what, can't be that what, hard. What would, we do, what would it be like if we did that or whatever the case may be? So one music fest running to... DJ Thomas Crown. Shout out, Demetrius. What's going on, um, Yvonne? Everybody, hope you're doing well. Hope you, you know, you're coming along with your health and whatnot. Um, so he's behind the scenes at One Music Fest. Right, so right. I hadn't seen him in a while. So I'm trying to figure out how he got this. Because uh, we know him, know him. He got this media pass. <laughs> you know what I mean? What you're doing behind the scenes? And that was a, that was a pretty good music fest too. I want to say Nas was there. It was like, you know, one of their first music fest. They big. They big time now. Um, yeah, they're taking over Centennial Parks and everything yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so um had a conversation with him, you know, chopped it up and was like, hey, you know, what, what you doing behind, you know, what, what you got going on? You uh, you media now, whatever, was the conversation. He was like, hey, yeah, he's uh, has an internet, he's on an internet radio show, internet radio show, one time to smashmouthfm.com. Thank you, Smash Mouth. Um, he was there out of Ohio. He was doing doing some, uh, some uh, shows for them. And so I just happened to mention to them, you know, what's their what's their format? Like, what's their what do yep. they have? All, is it all music? Do they have talk? Do they have whatever? And so he was like, Nah, you know what? They looking for they looking for the diversify right their portfolio their portfolio as far as what shows they have. So being the person I am, I sometimes talk more than what I actually have sometimes. But that's what it is. I was like, Oh yeah, you know, what's she? We think we talking about a uh, we, we talking about a, a, a sports show. We ain't, we ain't put pen to paper. <laughs> Not at that. Well, that, I mean, it was just words. Just words. That we always yeah. say we in our do minds. That. In our minds. Yeah. We had thought about this. We never put pen to paper. Um, so he was like, "Oh, well, you know what? I'll call the end uh, guy. End guy. I'll call the owner. Not me. See what he has going on, <laughs> and you know, we can make it happen." So I immediately after the show, later then you on like, that evening, hey, we got to get a show now. Yep, I called Don. I said, "Hey, man, you know, talking about that radio show we was talking about." He was like, "Yeah," I said, well, "We got to put something together. We got, we got one <laughs> immediately. Com- we got one coming up. I don't know when the phone going, going phone call is going to happen, but you know, we have an end to what we've been talking about. Right. So we sat there what over over a weekend, over a weekend, put together the logo that you see now, the the name, the tagline, everything came together in literally a weekend, forty eight hours, <laughs> exactly. Right. First 48. 40, 48 hours. Um. Presented that to to them. They through uh, email. They bit. We never never yeah. talked to end guy at all until after the first show, which was ten years ago, December tenth. Yeah, yeah. So in a couple of days. Yeah. So 
we ain't, so everything you see that we're doing now, you watching us on Periscope, have watched us, you know, now we have the show gets syndicated on Comcast, Channel 25. Yeah. Um, it's show syndicated, um, several different uh, media platforms, Periscope, iTunes, iTunes Spotify, um, Spotify, Google Podcasts. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. So uh, none of that. We were we literally we literally didn't have nothing. <laughs> as the old folks say, ain't even have a pot to uh, <laughs> piss in or when to throw it out. Throw it out of exactly. <laughs> as far as the show format uh, format as you see it now, this all was what we brainstormed over. Started uh, at the kitchen table. So you. Well, first, first, got to shout out to uh, Demetrius. Again, he brought us into his house. Let right, us, let because us do his the show first was on Friday nights uh, that he was spinning music and pretty much everything else was just music until we showed up at Smash Mouth seven years ago and we chose Monday night to be the last thing before Monday night football. football. He, brought, he brought us in. Attention. He so let he us. did he, the show there for a showed, few months. Yeah, he showed us, showed us the ropes as yeah. far as, you know, kind of just uh, cutting our teeth, breaking the ice per se. Yeah. Um, appreciate everybody who, who's been listening since, since day, day one, one. Thank because you. they've given us a lot of feedback. So, you know, believe it or not, the feedback we get from you all, we do try to, we try to implement most of it um, into the show. Yeah. The show originally was one hour long. Yeah. And then we realized uh, after, going, after going an hour and a half. Right. <laughs> we will bleed over we, into uh, DJ Impress, Impress on Monday night. Yeah. So we decided to do two hours. Um, you know, after we left Smash Mount, we went to uh, uh, WIGO. WIGO. So yeah. one time to them. Thank you. We still talk to, uh, to uh, Jonathan Simmons Jonathan over Simmons. there. He always does the uh, Falcons mm-hmm. on their side. Um, and then we um, came here. Came to here. Came here to WWE 1100 AM. And then a, then we were doing both. We were doing a Monday and a Wednesday. Wednesday yeah. and, and then hopefully, maybe as the time comes, we, we, we'll, we'll, we'll transition a little bit more into every day. Yeah. And then uh, maybe just real in, just interviews primarily on uh, Mondays. Know. But you never know. You never know if what's going to happen. If you got ideas of what you want us to see and yeah. what you kind of want us to see, what you want us to, to, to involve into, you know, definitely hit us up. Uh, got the call and the text numbers. Uh, once again, four four six zero three eight seven seven zero is the number to call in. Text number for tonight eight four four nine four seven five eight two two. Text yeah. line as well as Periscope for Facebook. So if you know, we, we do a lot of stuff. If you know anybody that's interested in um, coming and and coming on, they can come on. You know anybody that's interested in getting into the business, learning behind the scenes. Yeah. You know um, what they call it, uh, internships. Yep. Um, you know, shout out to our intern. That's Tyler. here. That's here tonight. You know, been here the last about a month or so. Yeah. He's a, he got to be a 49ers fan. Keep on asking. Yeah, he about keep him. asking about. They it. eleven and two. <laughs> they the, <they> the truth. <laughs> you happy? <laughs> But he, but he go to Kennesaw State, but I don't... Uh, yeah, they're still in the playoffs, though. I know, that's they're what I'm saying. Why are you talking about 49ers? She be dis- discussing KSU. D2, you know what I mean? I so. know. Go Owls. That wasn't him. Ooh-ooh. <laughs> what y'all call it, call it, Kennesaw State? Ooh-ooh. What, what y'all do? Hootie who? Hootie who? Oh, that's for real? Oh, wow. Oh, oh. Hootie who? Hootie who? Hootie who? Oh, like... Like that. Oh, the owl face. The oh, owl face. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, All right. okay. Right. One time to Kennesaw State, we gonna, we going to try to help y'all out. Yes. One time your home team. That's right. what's up. So that's, <laughs> but that's the story, man. So literally, um, like I said, seven years this week. Yeah. DNA Sports Talk has been around. Um, let's, let's see what happens in the next seven. I know.
I'm always surprised, though. I don't know about you. I'm always surprised when uh, folks would be like, oh, yeah, how the show going? I'd be like, oh, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know, it's like you're always surprised on who who's paying attention, really paying attention and, and whatnot. So yeah. the so support I'm, is always thank you welcome. For everyone's support, whether you uh, a day one or the first day. I always appreciate your support and everything. Um, I got to say, to me, one of the best moments was... Tommy Smith being on the show, uh, 1968 Olympian. Um, you know, I won't spoil it. You got to go back and watch it. <laughs> but I think it, it's two moments. That moment, just because of how iconic that symbol was mm -hmm. and everything. And then the second moment for me was uh, we had the, the lady that was at John Rick that had the spa. And... We had double booked another guest who was doing the paraplegics. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And because of <laughs> booking two people on the same show at the same time, it worked out to where she invited their entire group to come and have free massages on her. So to me, that's what the show is all about. Is so you put in people in places sometimes or having that connection that normally probably wouldn't happen anywhere else. So I'm going to go three things then over the years. So one, as far as businesses and companies that we've interacted with and whatnot, I think my probably my favorite people are Vibe Rise. Yeah. So if you haven't been to Vibe Rise, I've been there several times. I need to get back. I ain't been there. <laughs> I need to get back, though. But I, Vibe, you're going to see me there. <clears throat> Don't believe that. But I'm, listen, they already know. I can, I can show you my numbers. I can show you. Hey, January 2nd, he'll be back. I can show you my numbers. Um, <laughs> but Vibe Rise, check them out. They got, what, four locations? Um, well, I know three for sure. Uh, Midtown, Midtown. Um, uh, down well, the Grant Park, Grant Park, Buckhead, and Buckhead, and then they got the spas as well. I want to say two Perspire, Perspire the spa. So check out Vibra, and they're in Detroit. So if you're in the Detroit area, yep, yep. they just opened up in Detroit. My second thing is you, you, you're forgetting about uh, you're forgetting about our honorary uh, Slam, Slam. Slim. Honorary Slim. Uh, put yeah. Slim. So he's uh, soon to be, he got denied this time, but soon to be the second uh, black person inducted African -American to the Biggest Hall of Fame. Into the Biggest Hall of Fame. But he second comes, nominee. But the one gonna be the, is in right gonna now. Going to be the second to be in. Second to be in. Sooner correct. than later. Um, he calls in uh, often and is, uh, always always has um, wonderful things to, to keep us upbeat about. And then um, I think the best interview that changed my mind about little it, it, it turned my mind about uh, Belichick was um, Tyrone Poole. Tyrone Poole, who's a coach down there now, and uh, he's down in South Georgia, right? Um, I think so. He's from Lagrange, but where is he coaching at now? I can't remember now. Yeah, uh, from Fort Valley State. Went to Fort Valley. Maybe State. Maybe it made his Fort Valley State with the Fort, but. Two times, two times Super Bowl champ, and just how he broke down for us on that interview, he broke down what Belichick goes through pregame for them. Right, basically gives them a, I won't call it an SAT, but gives them a, a a test. You know, so many hours prior to the game, and based on how you 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 answer those questions, whether or not play, whether not you how play much playing time, or how you much get playing time. So when people want to ask, want to know about what happened in the Super Bowl and why old why boy, Malcolm, why Malcolm didn't Malcolm play at Butler, all, right? Yeah. Didn't, didn't play at all. That kind of you know he he hasn't come out and said that, but that would now would make sense why you know was he you know did he goof off Super Bowl week? 
you know, was he really in tune and prepared? You know, we don't know. But after that interview, now that still don't change that. I still, they know, we know they cheated as far as taking pictures or whatever and, and videotaping. But outside of that, to understand the details that Belichick goes through and for, you know, his guys to come in and know exactly what they need to do. And if they forgot something, it's a quick reminder, pregame, halftime, and to know why some of the reasons why they, you feel yeah. like, man, they know your plays better than you know because of the pregame preparation they go through. So that 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 changed that changed my some of my thinking about about uh about Belichick um, or about the New England Patriots as a whole. But all I guess have brought certain certain things Something, that, that yes. has has made us you know kind of scratch our head or made us change our yeah. Thank perception. you to all the guests that have uh, come through the show. I, I think I had a speaking that I had a new appreciation for Jason Campbell, yeah. uh, former quarterback at Auburn, who does an excellent uh, podcast before Auburn games about how difficult the quarterback position is as far as learning a new language and having a new offensive coordinator, especially for him. He had one for four straight years. Kind of comparable to college Kind of then, comparable. Yeah, even then, um, all his years in the pros. Just about he never pros had life. the same in the pros. It's four or five years in the pros. He never had the same coordinator. He didn't get consistent with and be on the same page with yeah. any of his time he got got to that point, they got fired and let go. And or, let go. Or, or he got traded, and then he had to learn that process all over again. So it's you know similar to what – Matty Ice has kind of gone through here in, in, Atlanta. In, in Atlanta, you know, two or three years with one guy, and then, you know, they pull the rug, and they got to go two or three years with another guy, and then they pull the rug, and this year they're going to pull the rug again. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, we assume. We assume. We assume. So, um, so yeah, so all the guests at some point, you know, but what we just mentioned are the ones that stand out for us, but, um, you know, hey, this Again, speaking of Comcast, Channel 25, every yeah. Wednesday, uh, this particular six. show will be on 4 to 6. If not yeah. this show, a previous show, if you missed anything, will be on 4 to 6. And just kind of dealing with that and now having to learn what radio converts into TV, TV. and what people on the, on the, on the tube, how, how they need to, to see and, 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 and perceive what goes on. So um, it's been a lot, man. So, you know, resume <laughs> checkers, baby. Check off the resume. <laughs> A little bit of everything, yep. I guess we could say at that point. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will discuss sports because this is DNA Sports Talk. See if the Patriots still cheating. You know they were taping the Bengals. But we'll get into that. Anybody can <laughs> tape the Bengals. <laughs> this is DNA Sports Talk. 1100 is right here. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Real 1100 AM, Atlanta's Real Sports and Entertainment Talk Radio. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Hailing from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. 
It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA News. Hey. I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at MurfinettiFashions.MyBigCommerce.com Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown. On WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. Once again, call in 404-603-8770. Text line 844-947-5822. Again, this is... Might be new with the text line, 844-947-5822, also live on Periscope, as well as Facebook. Um, gave a brief history about how DNA started uh, before we went to break. And we got into the question of your boy, Mr. Belichick and the Patriots. Supposedly, they were taping the Bengals. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you taping the Bengals, you taping everybody, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I say why? It's one or two indictments. Like to that point, why are you even taping the Bengals? Yeah. But if you are, that means you doing it to everybody. everybody. Yeah. How you get caught taping? And the how? Bengals? And the th- <laughs> At some point, you gotta leave well enough alone. Yeah. And I also, I also want to know why it seems like all the big games when they come the time to come to uh, Foxborough, people equipment get lost. <laughs> The headsets on their side don't work because the Kansas City Chiefs their um, equipment didn't get equipment there until like before the first, right before the game started. That's why they were probably going to be out there in, in warm-ups. Oh, but, <laughs> but they did end up winning. 
What did that tell you more about the Patriots or more about uh, Kansas City? A little bit of both. Um, a little bit of both. It tells me because they got out to a big lead and they held on. So, but it tells me, uh, you know, the game plan that um, that um, Andy Reid put Andy together, Reed. you know, and it got executed. Not so much the offense. I'm more surprised about the defense being able to. I'm not surprised they're able to kind of control the passing game because we had this argument last week. They don't, to me, they don't have a wide out that that scares anybody. So you know everything's going to be in front of you. Um, so that's easier. It's much easier to defend when you know nothing's going to wind up behind you to stay right. in front. But I am surprised that the running game, for with that being said, and if you know the Patriots know they don't really have an elite passing game that you may lean more to ground and pound. I'm surprised they haven't really got to that. So I'm, I'm surprised with Kansas City's defense being able to contain the run because that is the weakest part of their uh, their defense is that, that D-line. The running game, um, which so is why I'm surprised defense. White didn't have a good game or more of a Because White is, they use White more as a wide receiver now. Edelman's your number one and White's your number two. There ain't no way your running back's supposed to be your number two primary wide receiver. And then um, Sonny Michelle. Again, now, white, those yeah. should have been interchangeable as far as running back and wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. I think you, well, you we try to both. give, uh, yeah, and, and line them up in the same backfield together, spread them out yeah. as both wideouts at some point, go with the empty backfield. You know, anything to switch up the momentum and the pace that was going on because. And what, and what I keep hearing from everybody is like, oh, well, you know, this is Bill Belichick. He, uh, he, he, holding, his, he holding his hand to the playoffs. And I, I can understand to a degree some of that. I mean, you tend to tend so to a degree, but now you ten and three. You got a possibility of being ten and four because I don't know. I might pick Buffalo to beat them, you know, because Buffalo has a legit defense. Correct. So it's, that's not a given like it used to be. It's still a given about Miami and the Jets. Jets. That's probably still a given. Correct. So you got three games left. Even all though divisional. Miami got cheated out of that game. Uh, against the Jets. Jets. Yeah, I thought they had one, and then I turned around like, what did they lose? 20, I know. 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 21, 21, right. yeah. Because of the bad pass interference call that was overturned, that was a – we've been arguing all year about calls, and this one clearly was receiver got there at the same time. It was a borderline call. It was a call. It wasn't one that was egregious like most of them yeah. we've seen. And for them to overturn that particular one and you ain't made all no the rest. sense. And, and all the rest of them you've let go – didn't make sense, yeah. but back to that point, both of those teams are are playing for the second and third picks at yeah. this point during yeah. the season. So no problem with New England being I, those I, two teams. I, I, I'm I'm not concerned because because Miami kicked seven field goals. So you know the end zone is a is a is a accident a, waiting. When it happened for Miami, we kicked seven field goals. So I, I would assume that's a win. But the Buffalo game, I'm still I'm still that's still up in the air. Buffalo. Lost a hard fought game to to um, to Baltimore. To Baltimore. So, you know, at home. What, what do you wind up? Do you wind up? Um, what are they? <sighs> they ten and three now. Do you wind up? You know, do you wind up thirteen and three. Do you wind up twelve and four? You know what I mean? What what uh? Depending on how that plays out for um, New England, you, you know they'll at least have a first round bye. But do you got to go on the road for? The next round, the 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 divisional, I mean, or the um, the AFC Championship, you know, depending on what uh, what Baltimore finishes I, up at. I, I I think the Patriots are one team that can go on the road and win, 
And I think health and being on the same page is more important than the numbers per se. So they got Cincy, of course, coming up, which is a win. Then you got Buffalo at home, which, now that would be a game I don't know if I would show too much because Buffalo would be in the playoffs. And you don't want to give a team that much tape to look at, you know, knowing that you're going to run the same plays in three weeks. But you may have to if you want to keep that second spot, though. But no, because then your last game is Miami, though. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, so yeah. you guaranteed they're 13 and 3 now? They're 10 and 3. 10, 10 and 3. So you're guaranteed right now 12 and 3. With the one up in the air being Buffalo. Yeah, so I say, can you be 12 and 4 or, or are you 13 and 3? I think it depends on what. Um, the Ravens do, which some reports are saying that um, Lamar Jackson hurt his thigh, I want to say. So they got a game this coming Thursday. Yeah. If if you're Harbaugh, I think the win against Buffalo brought – well, obviously they ended the, um, they're in the playoffs because they won the yeah. NFC North mm-hmm. thanks to the win against Buffalo. Yeah. But I think at this point you might sit him out because it's a short week. So I'm talking about this one game. So about this one game. Don't worry about whether you win or lose that particular game and then get him healthy and ready to go going forward. And if that's the case, then New England, once again, doesn't have to worry about anything. That's true. Hey, I, listen, my, my only I issue, think it is contingent on what Baltimore, Baltimore does. Well, right now Baltimore is number one in the, uh, number one in the AFC. Correct. My, my only thing with Baltimore, and I was having this conversation yesterday, is I'm playing the law. I'm looking at the law averages with Baltimore. Baltimore checks off all the boxes. They're probably the best team in the in the league. Definitely the best team in the AFC. But are you asking me? If you're going to ask me, does Baltimore wind up being it'd be 16 and two with a Super Bowl win? That means they have basically had the one one. They basically went up 14 straight, which is the whole season. I'm betting against that with my own money. <laughs> you, you, you get what I, I'm saying? You know, you know. I'm just the law average tells me. My mom used to say something. Can't win forever in a football yeah. season. You know what I mean? I, if but it, it depends on matchup and how things play off. I, I know. I, I get that. I'm just saying. At the end of the day, I watched that game against Buffalo while I was watching the live That's game. The, uh, That's the, 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 the live game of the Falcons in Carolina, and everything I seen about Baltimore. And this is for any team. What I'm about to say, you can say this for any team, but. Because they don't have quote unquote, you're going to have a bad game, is what I'm trying to say. You're they gonna, had one. They had one against Buffalo. According had, to what they've had two, because they, they lost two. You know what I mean? So, okay. But I'm saying they won. They won this tough game against Buffalo, where your superstar, soon to be MVP, unless something happens, had a bad game based stat wise. But you still found a way to win. But I mean, he 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 had a he had a bad game based on what we've been seeing the last four or right, five yeah, weeks. Right, yeah, that's what running. I'm saying. But he had a decent game as far as any other quarterback going on. Nobody, no one other than uh, old boy down in in Houston, Drew Locke, lit it up as far well, he, as pass yards or whatever. So I mean, I I guess what I'm saying is that San Fran game. Right. One more call going against them, they lose that game. Even though I I feel the two calls that went against them shouldn't have gone against them, right? I don't think they have enough explosive plays from their wideouts to overcome if you in third and seventeen because of offensive pass interference. You know what I mean? Or you know 
their defense is good, but I don't think their defense is good enough to 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 consistently hold somebody. If you know, in that game, they got a couple of pass interference that went against them, and now that put right. that put that put San Fran in scoring position, and San Fran was able to score. I, that's 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 what I'm saying. The law averages at some point in the streak, you're going to get those two or three bad calls. It's going to happen. I read that happen now. Then you know what I mean in the postseason. We all do. We all want you know, but but I. At this point, you so late into the season, it won't matter when it happens. Gotcha. I got you. <laughs> because you done made it this far without losing. Uh, it goes back to the old adage of the Patriots when they were going undefeated and they played the Giants. And what was it like the week, the game before the Giants gave them a tough matchup? Oh yeah, and, they, the and, you, and you were won. like, you don't you don't want to see them. You don't want to see them twice. And, you got the, and that's the other thing that's going to happen. That in the didn't Baltimore. happen until. The Super Bowl. Super Bowl. But that's Correct. the other thing that's going to happen to Baltimore. Everybody they beating on this road, they're looking like they're going to have to see them again. I think they might wind up seeing Buffalo again. They might wind up seeing Kansas City that they lost to. They might wind up seeing New England again. So, like, a lot of their wins, you're going to wind up seeing these teams again. And I don't – and there's nothing about the way they play, which I love. It ain't it ain't it ain't trickery. It ain't no – you know what I mean? They line right. up. They smash you. They run the ball. Well, they know yeah. their identity. That's what – so the game plan to stop is easy. It ain't like maybe with, with, with New England, I've been holding something back against one team and I've been holding something back against another team because we know Belichick will do that. He, you know, he'll, he'll hold back against other teams. Baltimore ain't been holding nothing back, and they won't be able to hold anything back if they want to maintain Well, I think this, this Thursday, since it's a short week, they'll sit Lamar out because they're playing against the Jets. You got to hope that – RG3. Will be able to be serviceable enough yeah, to win. I think he will game. be. Yeah. Because your last two games now is the Browns and then the Steelers. The Browns, nothing to play for. They can be spoilers. spoilers but the Steelers, Steelers got for, everything to play they're playing for. Playing for a wild card. They're playing for a wild card. Yeah. Correct. So at that point, you gotta have him healthy and ready to go for those two games to then sew up the Home number field. one seed mm-hmm. throughout. If they do that, there's only a. I don't see Buffalo going in and beat them. The Steelers could go in, but I don't know if they can win up their hey. their their game against. Uh, if things were to play out right now, I think they would have to play. Well, their wild card. Their wild card. Okay. I think they could have be to Tennessee. play. Tennessee. It's still a couple of teams out there. Could I be Kansas City. City. Could be Kansas City. Kansas City. Could be Tennessee. You know, Tennessee will go play. <clears throat> the two buys would be Baltimore and New England New right England. now. Correct. And then your other team, your other your other divisional winner, maybe Tennessee, maybe Houston. Right. So, so I could, Pittsburgh would have to go see one of those two teams. I don't see them continue to play that well. Beyond, we, we I can see them somebody. being Houston because I, I trust um, the head coach in Houston not one bit. <laughs> I, I give Deshaun Watson a little yeah, bit more credit. I, I trust Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. I don't trust who play. I don't trust whatever his name is. You know what I'm talking about. I can't call his name now. The Belichick tree. Um, Dead roots as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Why you do that man like that? Ain't no way in the world they were supposed to come in there and Drew Locke. I know, look like the second coming. Uh, John Elway, 496 yards or 396 and two, three touchdowns. Bill O'Brien. But, yeah, okay, yeah, I don't trust, trust him as far as I can throw him. Because he had another one. They'll wind up 9-7, and 10-6 and losing the first round. Whether they're at home or on the road. On the road. You know, you don't want to go to Arrowhead on the road. No. So, so yeah. That's so, why I, I like – Kansas City's chances of beating the Ravens. I don't 
I don't think um, I don't think it's the Patriots' year to to win against Baltimore if Baltimore has home field throughout. I don't think it's the Patriots' year to win a, a, a game on the road at home. Period. I just don't. They just don't have the wideouts to make the defense do anything different. So between well, now and the new, next, between, but they have them. Sanu's the number two. I know, but I know he's a number two. But he's a a big body. He can get down the field. And now that um, I had just looked up what's the um their first pick in the draft. He's back now. Uh, Harry, yeah, that wide out, big body again. You better learn how to catch it. Well, he caught he he scored a touchdown, but they called it back. Well, that mean they didn't call it back. They said he stepped out of bounds when he did. Oh, that yeah, that play was so, there. But then the very next play, he dropped one in the bread basket in the end zone. I mean, he, no, that was um, uh, what's the other one? Number sixteen. Yeah, I I, I get it. It's it's a lot. I just I don't I'm. The Patriots don't don't make me afraid. I think all the matchups that come against the Patriots are, are a good matchup this season because they don't have any wideouts. They got wideouts. None that square you. You ain't you ain't not afraid of none of their wideouts. Not one. No, but I mean they got. I mean you got number one wide receivers on your team, so that's putting some stock into it. Now I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying you're number one. You're a first round draft pick for a reason. I get you. I get it. I but, where you coming from? They ain't number one. They don't. I, ne- but there. Let's be honest. There's only a handful of wideouts that scare you. Julio, uh, Hopkins. That's it. Um, no, no, um, what's Minnesota? Diggs. And that's Minnesota it. got Minnesota got three. They got Thielson could be a number one. He might be considered number one. They might have one and one eight one one A and one. He's B. only because of that because of Diggs on the other side. I think you know, but uh, Thomas for um, New Orleans. Um, what's the Tampa Bay? Uh, Mike Evans. That's it. If I if you can sit here and name the ones that scare you, then that's not enough. But. You know what I'm but, saying, but then, but and then, all of them are yeah. in the NFC. But I, but I, but I can go to the NFC and, just, and I use the Rams. They don't have what I would say. Uh, they have a Cooks and 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 Cup. and Cup, and then they're tight end. They're all. They got a tight end though. They're they're all more than new. I put it this way: New England's wideouts are serviceable. Collectively, they're serviceable. serviceable. When I go to say the Rams wide receivers, Cook, Crump, none of those guys are big guys that you can say, you know what, five yards, and I'm gonna throw a fade pattern and your body up, and you're gonna, you know what I mean. But as a collective group, they do produce the Rams? problems as far as how they use, what they're able to do underneath, over the top, whatever. And what's the Rams' um, record? They're eight and five. So all that talent. It hasn't gotten them anywhere. Well, no, their problem, but they, the Rams with the problem was uh, Krupp was out for a couple of games, but more so the problems with play the, with right? the Rams was their 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 O line was jacked up for half the season. They finally got everybody on the O line healthy these last three. They weeks. weren't running the ball, and, and that either. So I mean, I, I think that if you look at the teams that are having success, they have a good running game and they have a great tight end. Great tight ends allow you to do multiple things. 
because at that point you're big enough to where if you get into a little bit of space between the linebacker and the safety, safety is not big enough to do anything. More than likely, he's faster than the linebacker to get separation. When you have a, a tight end like um, Kittles for San Francisco, mm -hmm. Baltimore's um, Andrews, thank you. And I'm trying to remember one more. I mean, you got Cook down in New Orleans. You got, you got Cook, right. You got, you that got, allows you, you got to. got Hooper here in Atlanta. I mean, that you allows got, you, you know. to do multiple things. Yeah. And it allows the wide receivers to have more space because now you're keying in on the tight end. It goes back to the quarterback needing the running back. That allows for the play action pass. If you can run the ball, it's so much easier to play action pass and you can do more things with the pass game. So if you got a great tight end, that allows the wide receivers to do a lot more. Yeah, they, like I said, their so wide, wide their whole receiving core is not up to standards. But they, let's be honest, they've never had one, but the difference was Gronk. Well, yeah. So you had a great tight end that was able to now make the other wide receivers either have get more separation or space because mm -hmm. everybody's worried about Gronk. So this group of wide receivers is probably on par with what they've had all these years, but because Gronk isn't there, now it looks depleted or looks deficient. Because outside of Randy Moss, he's never had a wide receiver. Because we can't count AB; he only had him for for six yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, a game, <laughs> six hours, and that's game it. Game in one practice, right? And that's it. So that tight end is key to opening up the passing game on everything else. So that's why I think people are dumping on them, not realizing how much of an impact Gronk has had. In the entire passing game. Yeah, well, it ain't gonna change in the next three weeks, and so they are what they are. And I, you know, unless Belichick can, can come up with some sort of run game that we ain't seen in a long time, which he should be able to scheme, you know, something. Yeah, might get him one, but won't get him two. No, I don't see that. Um, is, was the San Francisco New Orleans game a NFC Championship matchup preview? The another one. So right now, next what what happens next week can change everything. Yeah, you know, right now you got uh, San Fran is one, New Orleans is still two, mm -hmm. three is um, Green Bay, four is whoever the wins dumpster fire in the <laughs> NFC East. <laughs> Speaking of who you got tonight, uh, Philly, Eli or Wentz? Philly. I don't trust Eli or Wentz. I trust Philly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, That's the sad part. I. It, I think Eli is playing to go out. I think he's retiring. Yeah, because nobody. He wants to get a last couple of games and go out well, that's a, that's playing a, instead that's, of being on the bench. That, that's a scary dude I want to see tonight. Then. I don't want to see a dude talking about he want to go he ain't got out. nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. He's going to be winging it, letting y'all know who he was. <laughs> let you know I'm two-time champion Eli. Um, or not, he could throw three picks and be like who he, he normally he, is. Even with all that being said, I'm going with Philly. You still going Philly, though. All that being said, I'm going with Philly. But you don't know who's going to win that dumpster fire um, in the NFC East, whether it be the Cowboys or the Eagles, but they'll wind up with a four seed. And so right now, Seattle, which was a two seed, lost. Lost. And now, now, they, now they are five seed. And then uh, Minnesota <sighs> is the 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 sixth another wild card another wild card so hey, my bears are mathematically in it man still in it um <laughs> you know the rams are still well, in we, it. hey, it's mathematics though well really we're beginning. mathematically in it the, the one team that the one and we beat the cowboys that's all i am so glad i don't think y'all understand well, you, the you kind were, of vitriol i was about to get beat beat the redskins so i can still 
talk junk to you for another 348 days. And all the Cowboy fans that I know, I can put them to sleep. Put them to sleep too. So I'm good. I, I already knew going into the season. <laughs> I already knew going into the season. I at best we'd be five and eleven. We might get the four and twelve. I knew that. But you all were supposed to be Super Bowl contenders. I said playoffs. That's it. I said wild card. That's it. Super Bowl. Super Bowl contenders. I had Green. I had Green Bay. Win division. I had us as well. You sold card. me that Kool Aid, and I picked y'all to win the division. Man, I just didn't know. We, it's, I didn't know. No, no, no excuses, but was the yeah, ceiling. Yeah, he is. Is the floor <laughs> right? Um, Hicks got hurt, and um, Roquan is off and on. So, if but you, the defense hit the problem, yeah, it has been. It had. It was in that stretch where we were losing games. We shouldn't have lost to the Raiders. But as we want, I forgot there is one person who still talk John Mike can, but. <laughs> That's it. We sh- shouldn't um, shouldn't have lost that game, and your offense is supposed to be more explosive to handle a couple of games when your defense don't show up. True, but now we can double. Somebody can double and triple team Matt because you don't have players on the other side that are comparable and getting off the ball and getting a pass rush. And if you're on the field, <laughs> you're yeah. tired. Yeah, because Trubisky three, is three and, three and out, three and out. Or you throw a pick and it put him down to the 20. Yeah, yeah. And now you got to ask him then to hold again, yeah, yeah. you know, for the defense. So, but the, but the NFC, it happens. The NFC is wide open still. I, this, the next three weeks, is, I, just go, I think it's going to change at least two more times. Um, I feel, I got a funny feeling. I'm thinking, what's the what's Minnesota schedule? Uh, I, I know they have to, we... We got Green Bay and Minnesota coming up, and somebody else in between that. I can't remember. I'm I'm almost willing. I almost want to put put some faith in Minnesota not making the playoffs and the Rams making the playoffs. Mm. That's why I asked who Minnesota got the next next three weeks. I I don't see the Rams coming on of late like that. I think I think I think they are. So they got the Chargers. The Packers and then us. They go to San Diego. They that's got the Packers at home uh, next Monday night. Well, in two Monday nights. Well, that's a that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's the division game. That's the division title game. With the both of these. Well, yeah, well, yeah saying, div- I mean the, the, the direct the right. head the head to head Minnesota Packers game will decide who wins the North. The Vikings Bears game will decide whether or not the Vikings beat the playoffs. So, so you said we so, could put them so out. Can y'all and, uh, muster up so and put them out? <laughs> Some good old fashioned hate will do it sometimes. Now what's uh what's 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 St. Louis's I mean, the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> I went old school. St. Louis. St. Louis, boy, you went way back. Old man. school, went old school. I tried, I tried to give them when they were good, good. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh they got the Cowboys. That's a win. <laughs> it's in that well, I guess that's a win. Matter. That doesn't matter. The 49ers on the road. I listen. Man. Both teams are playing with something, but I, that's a playoff win. That's 49. And I think they get the Then call. they got the Cardinals. I think I think the Rams and they eight and five. I think the Rams go win all three. They go eleven and five. <sighs> eleven and five and Minnesota. How do you forget up. about Seattle though? They beat Seattle yesterday. I'm saying, but I think that they lose. No, I'm saying I'm saying the NFC West puts three teams in. And I'm saying Minnesota loses and winds up mm. ten and six. I swear, I don't think so. I think Minnesota stays in. It's good football to watch for the next three weeks. 
No, it is. On the NFC side. It is. Like, there's there's an argument to be made that about any, that the St. Louis can, can possibly win out because these are division games, so it's not like, you know what I mean, going in. Los Angeles. You keep saying St. Louis. I'm saying it's a division <laughs> the game. The Rams. It's the Rams. It's, it's a division <laughs> game for them to go down to, you know, that's yeah. that's not a given for San Fran because it's a division game regardless of the record. Now, granted, you can say it's a, not a given that they beat the Arizona. Cardinals either. But I, I you know. Because the would, Cardinals. Again, you can play spoilers just yeah. like I'm saying the Bears could play spoilers yeah. for the Vikings but I, I, at the I, end of the year. I'm more confident right now that Rams go 3-0 and and Vikings go 2-1 and or maybe 1-2. And, and if they go 1-2, and Rams are in. So who wins the NFC East? Cowboys or Eagles? Steady long, steady wrong. This doesn't matter. <laughs> Am I listen? Somebody gonna be seventy nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to come up with enough reasons. I, I'm I picked the Cowboys at the beginning of the season, and that's what I'm gonna. That's stick what you gonna stay with. That's what I'm gonna stick with. That's what I say. That's what I'm gonna ride with. Because after tonight's game, they got your skins, then the one. Cowboys, and then the Giants again. I, I feel that. I, that's for the with, Eagles. With schedule. that being said, Eagles win three out. They get in. They in. They in. But I feel the Eagles can – the Cowboys going to lose to the Rams. And so that all the chips then go on the Cowboys and Eagles game. At the end of the year. Week 16. Well, yeah. Week 16. The week before that one, correct. So. Uh, I think I picked the Cowboys at the beginning. I picked the, the Cowboys, and that's, 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 the, that's reason the reason why. why. That's what I said, and I'm not flip-flopping. <laughs> this time. <laughs> How much money you even put on it though? Not That's a yours. Question. Not yours. <laughs> no, I don't, if I don't want to bet your money. I ain't confident. I know that ain't. <laughs> Not yours. That ain't it. Um, is there any way um, Lamar loses the no. MVP? Nah. Even if he has to sit out one game. Nope. Who's second? Uh, Russell. They could turn things around and get on a run. Make some. I mean, they're gonna make the playoffs with that team. That roster. You tell me. You you talking about most valuable player? Like I could possibly remove Lamar. Now they won't be eleven and two, but I could. They probably be eight and three. You know what I mean? Or at this point, uh, mm-hmm. you know, eight and four or whatever with RG three. The way, you know, they run the ball. Now, granted, Lamar has boosted them. You know, to a different level. Right. But if I take Russell Wilson off the team, they three and thirteen. Yeah. I would say so. You see, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's a drop-off in Baltimore if Lamar is not there. Yes, there is. But there's, there's a floor to where they drop off two or three games. It's, it's, oh, no. It's, it's, it's over the cliff. It's over the cliff if Russell's not there it's for not there. But regardless of that, the way Lamar's played all season, he's beat him head-to-head. You look at the game last night. Russell didn't have a great game. Lamar had a good game with a win. And Russell had a bad game a with a loss. I just say it was a decent game, and they got and a they W, won. and they got a W where Russ had a decent game, and they lost, and they lost. So that's that's the you know what I mean. So he can uh, sit out a game, he'll be fine. You okay with Tim Ryan, the 49ers uh, color analyst, uh, yeah. saying Lamar was um, it's an advantage for him because of his dark skin? Yeah, 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 yeah. you know there's certain things you can't say. <laughs> not on, not not on not on national TV. We might be able to get away with that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then if we, you know, was on, you know, 680 or 92, 92.9, we wouldn't be able to say that. 
You know what I mean? But my thing is, why even say it, though? I, I mean, he's great at disguising the handoff because he's successful with the play action, yeah. not because of his skin. Yeah. I could even, even if he had just stopped at Jersey, but yeah, because yeah. of his skin, yeah, like, yeah, you know, something. And I've heard Richard Sherman back him up and yeah, somebody mean, else because they know him personally. Yeah. But still, I'm not, I, I know people who I'm, who will make all color comments, but they won't do it in the presence of black people. Yeah, no, listen. So yeah, listen. just because, and I'm not, and that's, I'm saying this because just because Richard Sherman knows him personally and everything. Don't think behind closed doors or any other place he wouldn't make those same comments because he knows Richard Sherman personally. He won't say it to him because yeah. he doesn't see Richard Sherman like that. Yeah. But anybody else, he does. I, I, so that's I mean, my that's it, my issue with I, it. I, I don't have any problem with the, what they gave him one or two game suspension or whatever off the air suspension and right. find him whatever. You know, I don't have any problem. I'm not looking to have his job or right. anything of that nature. Um, I don't have any problem with Richard Sherman, you know, maybe going Defending to go, going to so bat for him. I don't I don't have any problem with that. Um, you just got to know there's certain things that you just can't say, period. You know what I mean? And or you want to have that particular particular kind of commentary, you can't have it in the in the seat that he's in. So you know, on his personal and hopefully life, other people who watched yeah. it realize that they won't be able to say something similar. Yeah. And, and and it does you know what's my man that uh, does Sunday night football? Um, uh, Al, 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 Al Michaels. Al Michaels. I think he said something a couple of years ago that everybody was like, "Yo, you said that." You know what I mean? Like you know, and no one's gonna sit here and think you know anything derogatory or negative of Al. He just did not understand the 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 environment that was already created when it came to I think it was something he had said and he had the Me Too movement was mm-hmm. at a at a at a at a at a frenzy pace and whatnot. So there's certain things that you just can't, you know, you just can't say. And I, I again horrible description. Don't think it has anything to anything do anything to do with football. But, that's the but, but in his mind if he think that's the reason why you don't see the pig skin, then he's colorblind. You know what I mean? So um you know you, but you hey, don't say that. Though. Yeah, exactly. I said you because just, there, there's a lot of times where people are comfortable with you and can make off-color comments yeah. because they know you. Yeah, yeah. And in in a way, they don't see color yeah, because yeah. you yeah. all have something coming, whether it's at work yeah. or yeah. sports or whatever. Mm-hmm. They feel comfortable enough to say something to you, yeah. but you can't turn around and make that same comment publicly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, 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 correct. There is time and situation and place and everything. So. What you might say amongst a different circle, you can't say in another circle. In this case, he can't say that because he's a he's a, a public broadcaster for a huge a, a national team right. and for the NFL. And so, they're playing well. That's the thing. The yeah. 49ers were last year, well, but four and twelve. Lamar playing well too. We already well, know, we right. already know that comes behind with Lamar. But they want they right. they want to put him into a box and they want to make him the see. Lamar's a quarterback. Stop describing him as a running quarterback. Stop describing him as whatever, la, la, la. He is, he is a quarterback. You know what I mean? Proven. So, you know, we we want to describe Lamar as a running quarterback, but I always tell people, um, San Fran, uh, Steve Young. Steve, was a running quarterback. Steve was a running quarterback. 
John Elway's best plays ever weren't with his arms, was with his feet. You know what I mean? So these these Hall of Fame guys were running quarterbacks, but you never put that label on them. You called them passers when they weren't in the initial in their initial three to four to five years of their career. Right. They used their feet more than their arm, but you never put that stigma on them. So why do you want to keep a stigma on a minority, a black quarterback? Because exactly. So he has to understand the whole totality of everything that's going on. But at the same time, I'm not going to. I'm not going to uh, advocate for this man to lose his job or whatever. People are going to make mistakes and they need to learn from it. So now, if he does it again, then off with his head. No, I'm not. Well, close. We're going to have a problem, said Fred, if, if it happens again, though. You know what I mean? We'll give you this one time. You better learn. There's a place called Alcatraz yeah, out there you, where he you, can be a permanent better, resident. You better learn quickly. I'm going to give hey, you this one. We're at the top of the hour. We're going to take a break. This is DNA Sports Talk. It's 1100 AM. We'll be right back. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. You're listening to The Real 1100 AM, Atlanta's real sports and entertainment talk radio. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Don, the D and DNA. Make sure you check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time through TuneIn Radio, iRadio Now, and iHeartRadio. And make sure you check out DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than just a Hawks, Falcons, or Braves fan, get the latest and greatest sports news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NCAA, and NFL news and highlights. Hey, I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at MurfinettiFashions.MyBigCommerce.com Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds 
and go to the best Orleans style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello and welcome back to DNA Sports. So this is Don the D and DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where are you bringing facts about sports? You don't agree. Say so. 404-603-8770 is the number to call in. Uh, text in 844-947-5822. Also live on Periscope, Facebook. Uh, before we uh, leave the NFL subject, uh, your boy, Ron Rivera, got fired from the Carolina Panthers. Uh, any chance he gets a job before... OTAs next year. Um, I say OTAs. If I want, if, I, if, if I'm Ron, take the year. They done paid you. Take the year. I mean, unless somebody offer you something that you really can't say no to. He's a defensive minded coach. If he comes back, I would come back as a um, as a coordinator and not a head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I. But think of, he went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did they go? Fifteen and fifteen and one. Fifteen and one, mm-hmm. two, or whatever. Fifteen and one. And then you know, made your, Super your Bowl. Cam had injuries, but you still were competitive. Yeah. In the NFC South. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I I just feel if I think I think the way the NFL is moving towards younger, innovative-minded head coaches on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. He would fit in fine with someone that needs a defensive coordinator. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing him down in Miami with that young core group. You know what I mean? Or I wouldn't mind seeing him in the Redskins. You know, depending mm-hmm. on how they shake up their whole, uh, their, their whole like right now. Right now, when you look at certain I, I, teams I, I like Kansas City, got home to Chicago. Like I said, when you look at certain teams now, Kansas City has I want to say Spagnola. We should be a head coach, be a defensive right. coordinator now. You look at New Orleans, they, uh, their coordinator used to be a head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, Wade Phillips and the Rams, the Rams used to be a head coach. He's, he, you know, So you start, Seattle has another, their defensive coordinator used to be a head coach. I actually would like, I actually would like him to coach my Bears and let Nagy, Nagy can may, maybe stay an offensive coordinator. I think that he, him being a head coach is a little too much for him, and I think it's. I think that um, unlike Freddie Kitchens at um, for the Cleveland Browns, I think he just well, way over his head. Everything over, over his head. head. Right, right. I'm, I'm not saying it's to that level, but I think Nagy, if he just drops down to offensive coordinator, let Ron come in and be the head coach. But he's not. I think we good. But that ain't gonna happen. You know, just un- you. So, I don't know. I, but now, like I, I said, know. now I went. Now you can maybe he says, you know what, you got you do co-head coach duties. But again, I think if you bring him in as a defense coordinator, you pretty much turn everything over to him, and it's basically saying the same thing. Yeah, Cleveland is another team. 
They got a decent, you know, they got a decent, a real decent defensive team on that side of the ball that really just needs direction. Offenses. You know what I mean? Pathetic. But so. But that starts, well, for one, uh, of course, a lot is being made about um, Odell wanting out. And rightfully so. I, I give Odell credit. He hasn't made any noise to speak of while he's been there. Until he ain't going to the going to the huddle this way past week, but okay. It's week it's 16. 14. It's 14. So, yeah. you know, I get you. you waited till now. Yeah. So and that and that even is minor compared to what Mr. Uh kicked the um um, the field goals stand on the side and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, this is like, nothing compared to I get you. what he's done in the past or even what A.B. has done. So at that point, I'm looking at it like, bring in Rivera, let Nagy stay. Everything is okay. But I don't agree with uh, your boy Baker Mayfield throwing the training staff up on the bus talking about Odell been playing hurt and stuff like Baker that. Baker Mayfield has thrown everybody <laughs> under the bus, and that is the problem. So, I mean, granted, we're going to look at Odell and we're going to say, you know, Odell. What could have been, hurt or but, not. But but the problem with with Baker Mayfield, he's a young version of Ben Roethlisberger. He throws everything. He's he been wrecking people? Well, no, he ain't been doing okay, that. Okay, damn well. But, he, but I'm talking okay, about. Okay, no, no, well. No, no, I'm talking about. Don't, as, don't no, compare those two no, no, like that. I, I, no, no. I'm talking about as far as about on the field, on the field, oh, okay. having but still your off the field carries on the well, field yeah, now. Because yeah, otherwise, so a lot of people didn't get first ballot because of their off the oh, field yeah. I, and no, stuff I like understand. that. I'm just saying, as far as having your team, having what you what you starting to see in Cleveland, and part of this problem is Freddie Kitchens, but also part of this problem is that problem is Baker Mayfield. Whether you agree with what, what the guy did to to Randolph or not. You don't, you, oh. don't, you don't speak those things publicly. You know what I mean? Or at least not till you actually see the videotape. And then he's lost the locker you, room. As a quarterback. As a quarterback. Yeah, he's lost the locker room. I'm not going to battle for him. And so these things that you heard, these things that you heard about Roethlisberger and A.B. and Le'Veon Bell and, and, and the fracture that was caused in the Pittsburgh locker room. Now, I'm not absolving A.B. from any of that, but I'm just saying – your quarter, your quarterback is supposed to be that, that, that general. The extension of the coach, and, and everybody falls falls in line behind him. That wasn't Roethlisberger. And you see the exact opposite in Lamar Jackson. Yeah, them guys. If he told them, "Hey, it's fourth and five. I need you to yeah. to to let's run go, through that wall to let, get the first let's down. Let's go get it. Let's go get they, it. They all for and it. We, they said, Come on, <laughs> let's get it. So yeah, that's the problem now. So but. Speaking of Ron Rivera, back to your question, I could see him in Cleveland as if he gets, you know, a, a right. Who wants to go to Cleveland? That's the only bad thing. But the up, what you but, got to work but, with. But the upside is, the ups, nah. They got a they got a legit defense on defense. paper. They got a legit defense. Quarterback got to go. No, no, I get it, but he ain't got to worry about that. As the head coach, you have to worry about that. But oh, you saying as a defense, defense coordinator. coordinator? I don't. I, I'm saying that I, I would coach. say no. I I don't think he goes as a head coach because right now the only minority coaches left are Mike Tomlin, Anthony Lynn at the Chargers, and Brian LaFour is at the Dolphins. And I don't think the guy at the Chargers is going to last long either after this horrible season that they had because they were playoff contenders. We you know so not making it. So I. Um, so he needs to be another head coach. I, I get it, but I don't. That's I just, the whole purpose of the Rooney Rule. I get you. I but I just told you all the. All the defensive coordinators that have been one-time head coaches are now on teams that are playoff teams and playoff contenders. I know, but I don't want him coach. to just have another job to have a job. 
Well, then I take a year. Be off. a head coach. Take a year off. And I feel, as far as the Rooney Rule goes, I feel Caldwell and Marvin Lewis should be on the on high coming on the soon. list coming in soon in 2020. So we'll have some way to make up for that. <laughs> okay, all right. But we'll I just, I just, I'm just saying, I just feel, I feel the game is past him as him being the head coach. And 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 I you know and now there's a thin line between just giving him a job because he is the minority and give you know and giving him a job right. which he needs you know what I mean so I don't want to get into that argument well you know what we don't have a four which is the problem but it I don't want I don't want to make a five just because it needs to be five and then he winds up there for a year and he's gone again and then he don't get called no more you see what I'm saying No I understand but so. give him the same opportunity you I get, and I think coach. he will. But I think for him, if I'm him, because they they're being circulated yeah, around yeah. as but, well. But but if I'm him, Panthers are paying me for the rest of the season. Right. Thank you, and, and whatever my extension was left, if I had one, he's getting paid for that. Mm-hmm. The opportunity has to be has to be right. Now, granted, he needs to get those calls when they all come up. But I feel if he takes one, it will be as a defensive coordinator okay. and not as a head coach. All right, call in four four six zero three eight seven seven zero is the number to call in. Also. Uh, Comments, questions, thoughts on Facebook as well as uh, Periscope. Uh, text number 844-947-5822. The Braves went out and uh, added uh, Cole Hamels, uh, signed a one-year $18 million deal. Of course, Julio Tehran is gone. So eh, Dallas Keuchel is going to cost more money to come back, but they got Cole Hamels. Is that the I need more pitching. I need more pitching. Need more pitching. I need, but I'm glad they more. actually they going out and getting arms. Listen, they and they re-signed um they re-signed uh Donaldson. Is it Donaldson? Yep. Donaldson. They they you know we had a great year, they brought yep. him back. Most of your bats are coming back. You still got the young young core with Akuya and uh, um Albies. Uh, yeah, so listen, the weakest part of their team has been the Pitching. The pitching, and, I, and if I'm not mistaken, they also um, have already made moves and put some people down there on the middle relief and in the bullpen. So, you know. So that's they good I, with that. I, I, I have a, Cole is a, is a good move. Let's, a good move. Let's, let's let's get some more. Well, you had to because uh, just saw the Washington Nationals got uh, Strasburg Strong. back, yeah. seven year, two hundred forty five million. So you got to keep pace. <laughs> and you got you got and you got to with assume, the champs. You got to assume they're gonna be better next year. I mean, you got to assume you got to assume that whole that whole um, NL East is going to be better. Philadelphia is not going to, you know, assume they're not going to have as many injuries out the box that they did this year. You got to assume, you know, that big money they're paying. Um, they're paying. Um, I can't call his name. They went to Philadelphia. They left Washington with the Philadelphia. Bryce. Bryce Harper. For Bryce Harper. You got you got to <laughs> I, I, like I can see him. I can't you, think you gotta, you know, So you gotta assume Philly and him are gonna be better. You, like I said mm-hmm. again, you, you you don't know Washington's now gonna probably have a free season. They just won this, won the World Series. You know, granted the pressure the some pressure's gonna be on them because not everybody's gonna be coming at them. But right. they really got they really are free to be who they wanna be. There's no pressure because they won one. They can glow in this in this this bask of sun for a full season. But you would assume they're going to be better than they were this past, this past season. season. Um, then you got the Braves, um, and then you know who knows what the Marlins are going to do. But those, th- but those three teams, you you keep my bad, the Mets—they re-signed and kept yeah. uh, 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 the Grom. So you, you know, 
The NL East is going to be tough. A tough. There's tough, no easy outs. Correct, correct. <laughs> outside of the Marlins. Um, right. So yeah, but you need arms. Bats are no problem. Um, they were a high scoring team last year, and they were a high scoring team late in games. Mm-hmm. I want to say after the seventh inning, they were had the number one run differential um, in all the major league baseball. They just couldn't stop nobody. And that's the reason why you got to get arms. So <laughs> it's an arm race, baby. Got to pay some. You got to bring some in. Win, lose, or draw, right? Yep. Um, tennis news real quick. Your girl, Carolyn Wozniowski, is retiring after the Australian Open. What does that mean for your girl, Serena? It means nothing. It means she's going to lose to her anyway. <laughs> That's what it means. That's what it means. You put stock in Serena winning this coming year at the Australian Open. Yep. Now, Carolyn finna retire. Yep. After the Australian, you don't think they're going to let her go out on top? No. Somebody gonna go out. She might go out uh, in the final, but she gonna go up out of here. <laughs> she gonna, she'll be the she'll be the record. more she'll be, ammo. she'll be in the record book. She'll be in the record book on who's the person that lost to Serena when she got her was it twenty uh, fourth. That's how her name gonna be in the record book. There, you happy? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna bring that bad energy to Serena. I'm just, this season. I'm just asking a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's going to retire in the Australian good, Open, good, which good, means good, more than likely she's going to play hard. She's going to play hard. See, what the problem is, Serena just need to announce she's going to retire. No, no, no. And women, then they'll let her win. No, no, no. no. She's going to announce nothing. She's going to put this one here that they want to announce. <laughs> good. We're going to give you good coordination. <laughs> what they give you for being second, then that nice little small dish or whatever they give, a little ring or boomerang or something, whatever. You get one of them. You get up out of here. Let's go, Serena. Mark my words. Carolyn's going to win Australia. That's right. Like I say, I always watch to get to the finals, but she's going to lose. I need Serena to get it out, out the way immediately when the season starts. I don't that need is. no build up. <laughs> get it out immediately. So if that means this young lady announcing her retirement, well, you'll be in the record books because you'll be the loser to Serena when she get a 24. Wow. Grand slam. Okay. Next. Uh, um, <laughs> Tiger had his Heroes Challenge, which um, – my cousin Henrik Stenson won down in the Bahamas, so congratulations to him. Uh, Tiger played well. I give him credit. He didn't play well the first day, but after that he went on uh, several birdies and back-to-back um, on Friday. The, of course, all the the commotion was about um, your boy Patrick Reed. He was lying um, probably about 20 yards off the green in the sand, and he took his club back. It kicked up a little bit of uh, sand, and he did it again, and then he chipped up. Oh, that's and of the reason why they, they he was docked assessed, him. Uh, they docked him two strokes for improving his life. Okay. Now, afterwards, he, he, of course, went along with it, but his reasoning was, you know, I, I, I took it back, and I, I didn't think it, you know, it did anything. I'm like, you did it twice, though. I can understand you did it once. You didn't yeah. realize it. You did it twice in sand move. Well, you know what the old saying is, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody said that the first time. Now, a lot of people wanted to say he should have been, it should have been a two-stroke penalty for each time. However, according to Rule 11-8 or something like that, improving your lie is one time. So once you move so it they, out so, of the way. So they didn't catch him the first time. Or they no, saw they, him no, the first time. No, they saw it the first time. But, but I mean, once you do it, it's improving your lie. Yeah. So at that point, you could but do they it were, 30 times. And it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter. Because oh, you're improving your lie. Got you. Now, it's not the same as if you're in the sand taking a swing. 
then that's for each stroke. Okay. It's a penalty for each stroke that you make hitting the same. So when you walk up to the ball and you kind of look and you you wanna you wanna say well you know you 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 know basically swinging in the air. You can swing in the air. Yeah. But it can't touch anything. Gotcha. So he did that. It touched the dirt. Yeah. He he laid his club down, and the sand lifted up behind the ball, and he did another practice, and, and the sand flew up behind the ball. So he so he, he was it. improving the lie going behind him. Yeah. So he was in he was improving it to where he could get a clean. Um, gotcha. Coming hit forward. Coming forward. So, so Correct. A lot of the head wouldn't catch the dirt going ahead. Correct. I'm just trying to get my uh. Right. Okay. So now, let's, if let's, you're just in the sand and you take a swing trying to practice yeah. hitting the ball out, then each time you do it, that's a penalty. If he had hit it. If he was hitting the sand going trying forward. to practice, yeah, it. yeah, correct. Gotcha. But he was um, no, I, taking I guess, his club I guess, back. I guess, I guess my question is. If he was taking the swing back and you could see it, he was. Improving. It wasn't really a swing. That's the thing. He yeah. was just kind of brushing yeah. it back. Yeah, he was. He was. He, he was moving he, around. He was testing the testing exactly. the water. But my my thing is, if he came and he said, you know what, I did this, and you know he raised his hand. He should have like, done it immediately and said, hey, you know. Would, would they then have penalized him, or probably not? They might have. Um, they would have brought the rules official. They probably would have went to tape, and they probably would have said. Um, played around and we'll assess it later okay. whether it happened or not. Gotcha. Now, if this was final round, then they need to make a judgment then, right there, because okay. now you need to know if it's a two-stroke, if you're disqualified, you know. Other players need to know, okay, you were, because he was at the top of the leaderboard. He was 12 on, he dropped to 10 at that point. So other players need to know that as well. But since it was on a, I think that was either, I think it was Friday, then you just do it at the end of the round, and okay. then everybody knows going forward. That's what I'm trying to how, figure out. Like if, he, if he raised his hand and we had the Boy Scout and was like, yo, I did this, would they have accessed him at all? They probably wouldn't have. Probably not. Yeah, so, gotcha. That's a lesson. Yeah, he could, if he had said, oh, you know, I thought this, he could have made something up yeah, possibly yeah. Yeah. at I that thought, point. Yeah. Gotcha. But okay. for it to go through all the way till you finish the round, then that's different. Uh, NHL, hockey. In the Eastern... And the Metropolitan is still the Caps, 22-4-5. New York Islanders are back, 19-7-2. Philadelphia, at least there's one team in Philadelphia doing right. 17-8-5 are the Flyers. Yeah, Eagles might win tonight now. <laughs> I said doing good. Yeah, Being yeah. the Giants at 2-10 and 10 ain't doing it. Keep them in the playoff race. 17-9-4 <laughs> is the Penguins. 18-11-1 is Carolina. 15-11-3 is the Rangers. Uh, Columbus... Oh, that's it. Teams 500 or better. Uh, Columbus had a, uh, a rough 10 days, which is why they have dropped below 500. In the Atlantic, you got the Bruins up 24 and 6. Florida 15 9 and 5. Buffalo 14 11 and 6. The Canadians 13 11 and 6 and 4. Maple Leafs 14 13 and 4. The Lightning are 14 10 and 3. And that is it for teams 500 or better. Uh, the Capitals um, defenseman John Carlson uh, was player of the week. Uh, two game-winning goals uh, for the Capitals. So, and they went undefeated during that particular stretch. So, yeah, congratulations they're best, they're to them. The best team in the NHL right now, the Caps. Which is yeah. not surprising. Uh, Penguins also, uh, Tristan Gary, their guard, uh, they went 2-0. He had two shutouts to help them earn uh, three wins. And good start for the Penguins, also leading. 
And then the Buffalo Sabres, uh, their uh, center, uh, Jack, he was uh, two and five, uh, seven and four now. He's to extend his personal streak. 13 games, lifting the Sabres in the third place again in the Atlantic. Over in the West, St. Louis Blues up top the Central, 1876, followed by the Colorado Avalanche, 1982. Our Winnipeg Jets, a.k.a. Atlanta Thrashers, 18-10-2 in third. Dallas is 17-11-3, coming in in fourth place. That's it for teams 500 or better. It is time for the bottom half of that division, especially Nashville, to turn things around. You were in the um, Stanley Cup Finals a couple of years ago. So it's time for them to turn things around. Where your black horse at? Hey, man. Hey, how about the Bears? <laughs> <laughs> you notice how you, you know, where the black horse at? <clears throat> <clears throat> we 500, 12, 12, and 6. Okay. That's right. <laughs> 500. <laughs> Uh, Nashville is 13, 10, and 5. In the Pacific is the Edmonton Oilers all day and day, 18, 10, and 4. They've taken over that number one spot that they gave up to the Coyotes just last week after the Arizona beat them in a, uh, I think they game went into overtime if I'm correct, uh, 18, 10, and 4, both for tied atop. The Pacific, 15, 12, and 5 is Vegas. Vancouver Canucks, 15, 11, and 4. Calgary Flames, 15, 12, and 4. San Jose comes in at 15, 15, and 2. I am impressed with Vegas that they've been able to stay uh, among the top mm -hmm. three or four. You know, everybody, it was an emotional ride. Not only did you have the tragedy of the shooting out there. It was your first season. It was your first season. You rode that emotional high. You're your fan base. But to continue to stay atop the Pacific and in the West in general, I think that says a lot about the foundation that they built. They mm -hmm. just didn't come in and just have a team in Vegas, one time, but they yeah. want it to be yeah. a team that's going to be reckoned with for years to come, which I think that they will continue to do as well. Uh, this is DNA Sports Talk. This is 1100 AM. When we come back, we got college football to discuss. 0-0 Philly Jets, Giants, 9-9-11 to play in the first quarter. Mm, mm, mm. Eli throwing an interception yet? No, ain't nobody. Hot trash. Okay. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to The Real 1100 AM, Atlanta's Real Sports and Entertainment Talk Radio. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta. 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. 
This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA News. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Hey. I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at MurfinettiFashions.MyBigCommerce.com And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk where we bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so once again, 404-603. 8770 text line 844-947-5822 also live on periscope facebook uh one of a couple other points uh before we get to college football major league baseball today is going with nike with their jerseys we tweeted out the the new look for some of them mm, not bad but i mean purists are all in their feelings because they want nike uh check not to be on the front but on the sleeve but it ain't going to help your team win or lose. Yeah. yeah. Cop the new one if you like it. Yeah, if not, not yeah. they'll charge you more for the throwback. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, some, like some of the Yankees, uh, I think the Yankees one looked okay. It's some of them that kind of look weird. I think the Orioles look kind of cool because it looked like it was a symbol over, over the, the O or something. Yeah, probably so. need one over the O for, for a little while. Uh, the Braves still look good. You know, so. Yeah. Just going, yeah. Now, I, I think like, it was the I, Minnesota Twins that kind of looked off, but theirs looked off from the beginning, the so way they, theirs they got was the Twins set. go across their the chest and whatnot. So, I listen. I, I like when I like when the um, I like when all the sports teams, but especially baseball, when they go when they have they throw back. You know, when the Braves wear the powder blue. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, with the little A. Yeah, and then when the uh, Phillies wear the wear the 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 pinstripe in the mm-hmm. in the maroon. Right. With, with the, so I like I like when the teams 
It know, depends on. I like Houston Astros old jerseys. You know. Yeah. I like the throw throwback. So if you put the a Yankees Nike, don't ever have a throwback. Nah, There's a pinstripe or gray. Or gray. Right. They, <laughs> it, it's yeah. no. No, no, yeah. no, no difference with them. So if you're a Yankees fan, it don't make sense to get this yeah, one yeah. because it's going to look the exact That's same it. just to check right there. Yeah. Uh, also, big news I forgot out of uh, NHL, they have teamed up with Disney, that Disney money, and they're going to be Disney having plus money. Disney streaming services and the NHL are launching what's called Gameflow, a new interactive tool that leverages shot pressure data to provide fans with a visual dis- uh, depiction of a game's momentum. Yeah, listen, if you, anything to kind of get people, listen, I may stop and watch it for a little bit. Right. And just, just see, see, see how, what's going on, and that might keep me to watch a whole, you know. <laughs> to so, watch the rest of the, the game. game. Yeah, so anything, the way TVs are now and all that, you know, it, with the, the pixels and HD and, and everything. So, you know, whatever you can to to uh, enhance the viewership yep. is what you need to do. And they're realizing people are more on their phones, so there's going to be apps, too. Yeah. And... I you watched, use your app on your TV. I've watched well. I've watched more NFL games on my iPad this year than ever before. I find myself with that this out than the t- the big TV. The big TV. So now with, because of the app in the NHL, you have more data and everything. Um, word for word, when they said the game flow visualization captures the rate of all shots attempted during the game, including goals. Mr. Block shots and saves. Okay. The larger the graph, the more shot pressure a team is generating in the offensive zone. Zone. Vertical grid lines are drawn at the NHL average of 55 shots per 60 minutes and twice that at 110 to 60 minutes when the marker along the vertical timeline. Listen, the one thing. So you, the more you the, understand the game, the, the better off you are going to like it. The best thing that ESPN <laughs> ever did was two World Cups ago where they literally did a tutorial. On you know how the game is played and 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 so forth, and ever since then, you know I've been a real fan of soccer. You know, but until then, till till they did, understood it. The, yeah, that tutorial, and just a bunch of eleven guys running around all day. You know, right. you understand what I'm saying? So um, I can can assume the same thing is going to happen with this. If you know this is going to have you more interactive, more to understand. You know, um, and the millennials. Uh, there's more stats and data and yeah. analytics for yeah. some people. Mm-hmm. Like, you start seeing um, the shot tracer. Oh, this was a missed shot. This one went yeah. in. Yeah. The only thing, I, only thing I did not like, and I hope they don't do that, just don't have the putt turning blue all over the place. Like that, I like that. It got me confused. I was like, wait a I'm, I'm seeing the streak, the putt down, gone around the thing. I'm still trying to find the streak. There's too much going on for me. But I like that. It yeah. helped me to keep up with it a lot yeah. of times. They did the opposite. I'm, <laughs> it was like the dog. But we'll see, babe. Congratulations, yeah. NAL. Try this. You know, don't you work. got nothing to lose. Yeah. Now, that we always congratulate NHL for doing that because they are the ones that take the risk. Them if they don't NASCAR. like it, they quit to scrap it. If it works, they yeah. continue it. Them and NASCAR. Yeah, right. Uh, college football playoffs. So, number one, LSU. Number two is Ohio State. Number three, Clemson. Number four is Oklahoma. You okay with the one through four? Yes. I think nobody is concerned yes. about the four, but in that order. No, I I, I know the argument that people are going to Ohio put Ohio State had more top well, 25 wins. Percentage points-wise, you know what I mean? I think they were the 50, their schedule schedule was like 57.4, and, and LSU was 55.6. It was split hairs. Yeah, it was whatever. split hairs. I... I feel that LSU dominated Georgia from start to finish. Even, Wisconsin even had with third-string wide receivers and a hurt running back. Still dominated. Still dominated. 
you know, most of Georgia's um, injuries were on the offensive side of the ball. Correct. So you, you, you dominated the defense. You, you dominated right. the number two or three defense in the land. To that point, to that I, point. I wanna say draft all of Auburn's front four. <laughs> yeah, because they kept Because they held him to 23, 23. at yeah. Death Valley. Yeah. Yeah. With the future Hall of Famer, Joe Burrow. I don't think there's any question that yeah, he's going to win. Yeah, he's going to win the thing. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't think. He, LSU so, Hall of Fame. He would be probably be in their ring of honor. But, yeah. In their ring of honor, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but my goodness. I mean, they only give up 23. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody else, they've, they've, they've dropped 40 plus. And they called easy. The dog. They, they played easy. They could have dropped fifty on Georgia. They played the end of the first half way conservative for my liking, and then they called the dogs off at toward the end of the game because it was out of out of exactly. reach. You know what I mean? So, um, but they could have dropped fifty on Georgia. Uh, so I think when you when you coupled all of that to Ohio State having an oppressive second half, they scored twenty seven unanswered to now, come back and now, beat Wisconsin. Wisconsin kind of helped them a little bit. Um, they did, you know, yeah. special teams missed the field goal, and then you had a muff, muff punt. Mm-hmm. Nah, but I will give Ohio State credit for the adjustments because they shut down Sevis and the, you know, I don't think Sevis, their wide receiver for Wisconsin, had a catch in the second half. Second half. Um, you know, so that that halftime adjustment, they they no taking nothing away from them, but you can't start off as poorly as they did in you know a championship game. They well, won Wisconsin it. answered the phone call. Well, I mean, that's they answered so, the phone call. So I had no problem. <laughs> Based on those two games, I had no problem with LSU being one and Wisconsin being, I mean, Ohio State being two. Now, I have a problem with Oregon. They were not going to get in. If Utah wins that game, Utah is in over Oklahoma on Friday night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But they were being selfish. Oh, talking about Oregon, Oregon, Oregon being selfish. Yeah, Oregon. They didn't want a team from the Pac-12 to get in. Actually, you got to answer that phone I, call. No, actually, Oregon did the Pac-12 a favor because Utah would have got smashed in this championship <laughs> game and they probably would have never got a call again. So you might have did them in the future. They might have did them a favor because you can't tell me if Utah goes there and they lay an A like they did Friday. Let's just say they squeaked by Oregon and won that game. You, you, you see them beating any of these three teams above ahead of them? Well, they would have been four. Uh, do you see them beating LSU? No. Do you see them? They were the other way around with Ohio State and Utah. Do you see them beating Ohio State? They would have gave them a game. You think so? I think so. I think they would have gave them a game. I don't. I think I think Oregon saved the Pac-12 <laughs> from national embarrassment. <laughs> and Auburn saved everybody else by beating Alabama. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody needs to send Auburn a gift basket, right? Fruitcake, fruit basket. What, what you get? What you get during the Christmas holidays? That, uh, that fruitcake with the, the fruitcake. You should get all that stuff. No, nah, the fruitcake nasty. They just sit there and well, just somebody to throw it away. Well, they, gift, cards, gift cards, gift cards, all that. You know, <laughs> send them like they won the bowl game. Send them right. all that swag bag, everything. Everybody, every conference need to send Auburn. Oh uh, man, uh, 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 thank you. So, but uh. I have no, I have no problems. I get it. Actually, um, I mean, listen. I really feel bad for Clemson. I don't. I think Clemson would have. I'm just saying, the three. Dabo is doing what he does best. We started preseason number one. We went undefeated, and they pushed us to three. He's playing with house oh, 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 money. No, I know that. I'm just saying He's as playing far with as house money. I'm just saying as far as the matchup. I think. Well, it's a revenge game for Ohio State because Clemson destroyed them a couple years couple ago. Years play right. Game. So it's a revenge I think it was an orange bowl, thing. Um, but where they got them playing, though, I w- that's why I'm surprised they didn't have Ohio State one because I thought they would have pushed them um, to play Clemson here in Atlanta. 
as opposed to having um, Ohio State and Clemson go out to the Fiesta Bowl. Well, that's to me again. That's more of the lack of respect that they give in Clemson because you Clemson not the returning, you know, they're the, uh, returning they're the champion. champion. They undefeated, and that's also the, the lack of respect that they gave the ACC. Because if ACC was stronger, then you would you would give the returning national champion more of a home more field, of a home more field. of a, uh, well, on that first round in the first round. Well, I mean LSU is the one seed, so they definitely should have been here in Atlanta because you know they would have deserved it. However, it may not have been fair to have LSU uh, start off here. Start off here. I mean no. Um, well, I guess they could have put them at two and had them go out there and play Clemson. And then you had Oklahoma and Ohio State here, which I don't think would have drawn a big enough crowd. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, as it stands, here in Atlanta for the Peach Bowl, you got LSU 1 versus number 4 Oklahoma. Number 2 Ohio Home State game. versus number 3 Clemson out in uh, Phoenix Scottsdale for the Fiesta Bowl. I mean, I advantage LSU all the way around. They just played here. You know, for the um, this past week, past weekend for the SC championship game, they've been here, you know, several times over the last couple of years. So, you know, it's it's a home game to a yeah. degree, um, less travel time, uh, for them. So, um, Oklahoma travels well, so it'll be a good crowd, yeah, of Oklahoma. Yeah. But obviously, you're supposed to give the team with the higher seating, yeah, the better the opportunity, yeah, because they've earned yeah. it. I'm going LSU beating Oklahoma. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to go something like 44-31. Um, LSU can't get got on the defensive side. I mean, if the Georgia Bulldogs had caught the first three passes of the game, that who, mo- who knows what would happen. That, 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 that momentum the is first different. One. Yeah, that was a clear drop. Yeah, uh, one of them was a little out of bounds. Well, that, I mean, but I put that on the wide receiver, not giving enough, not giving enough. Yeah, room but to, I mean, to... the first one was a clear oh, drop yeah, the to first, start yeah. the game off. Yeah, and I was impressed with Kirby going for it instead of game. just running swift. Yeah. you know, off the right end like he would normally do. Hey, let's go for it. We came here, yeah. win or lose. Yeah, yeah. He did that the first drive. Then after that, he reverted back to. But, but I mean, some of that though was he didn't have the weapons. But Guys. he lost his office coordinator. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, office coordinator going to uh, Arkansas. Arkansas mm-hmm. Correct. Where he was, he was at Arkansas before, mm-hmm. and then um, Mike Bubbo is going to instead of coming back to Georgia, he's going to South Carolina with Muschamp. Well, good. Neat. Which I don't think he would come back to Georgia anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that's 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 good for again. You got another. Defensive-minded head coach that needs all kind of help on the offensive on side, side of the ball. <laughs> and, ooh, can you imagine that soccer line judge game next year? Mm-hmm. You lost to him this season. Now and got, Bobo not, was not, there to try and prove go, something. And you got to go to William Bryce, too. They beat him in Georgia this time. Now you got to go on the road. Serve so, Circle that game. So Because that, that's going to determine I'm, whether you made the college football playoff again. I, I, I'm so I. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since that game, I've been reading. I've been reading a lot of. I do read. I've been reading a lot of different stuff about. Georgia. Y'all heard that he reads. <laughs> I do a lot of. I just don't make all this stuff up. I, uh, I've been reading. I've been reading a lot of stuff about. Just to remember, I've been the one asking about Kirby. Like, if he don't do it this year, where do you go from here? Right. I ain't asking for the man to get fired because you can't go. What is he going? Twelve and one. You know. Yeah. Uh, what, national championship game loss. Two, three conference championships in a row, semifinals, national championship game, conference yeah. championship, 
with the chance to get to the playoffs again right. in his first three years. So they were comparing. People were saying that he's the next Mark Rick. Mark Rick, yeah. And so the last, the first four years of Mark Rick and the first four years of Kirby Smart, their their win loss record is like identical, like forty one and seventeen and forty one and twelve for Kirby, and both got one SEC championship. You know what I mean? Now for uh, for Rick, he never made it to a BCS bowl. You know, a, right, a, a championship bowl, game. but. Uh, Kirby's Kirby, been in the playoffs twice and the play championship game, game once or whatever. But a point that came out in what I was reading through and whatnot, and I will now, this is where we need to figure out with Kirby. Rick was a better coach. Kirby's a better recruiter. So, There's a big difference. So Kirby is getting the talent the talent in there. He's, he's, getting, he's getting it. He's getting it the ingredients, but can he cook the dish? And so... <laughs> That's what I. That's what I want to see now. What he does since he's losing his offensive coordinator to Arkansas, who does he bring in to, to keep things going? Keep things going or whatnot. Um, who I want to say was a associate head coach or something like that. He, yeah. I mean, he's you know it ain't just losing your your coordinator. Yeah, yeah you losing a big part of a your, big part, part of your staff. Your staff, and correct. How, and how they do plays or whatnot. This ain't losing so, your special teams coach. Yeah. So I, I I do I am will be interested to see you know who he replaces and how that plays out. I don't know, you know, uh, does Fromm come back? Does he stay? Do you know, you know, what what are you what doing what is Fromm gonna do that's gonna make a difference next year for you to take him any higher than what he's any made, higher than he what he is? Protect right now, Granted, I know, I know. I, I mean, the only thing you come back and say you want to try and win the national championship. Yeah, that's it. I if mean, you, and and, and I'll be fair; they do have a fairly young team, yeah. so you can come back and say, okay. And give it one more shot and because un- I can't. And if un- I leave now, I can't do any worse. Yeah, yeah. And they were unhealthy at the wrong time. At the wrong, correct. You know, you just. But un- they didn't say that about Auburn. They were down. They third string running back in one. Oh, but I, but I, I let the but, pound but, puppies but, live right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really am. I really am interested to see how that plays out. And like I said, well, so when I was you know looking up some stuff and you know that 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 theme kept popping up. They were like, Kirby is the. Is the better recruiter, and he can see he's stacking Georgia up to have that that top level talent. Talent, but he is not as good as a coach as Mark Rick. And I will and I will say this, and that and that kind of proves that I don't know how I, you you know first rounders going into the NFL, things of that nature. Now, um, Mark Rick put some players yeah. in the first round. Yeah, yeah, though. yeah. I I will. I think Kirby's a better coach than Mark Rick right now. I got you. His um, results are better. His results based are on how the format is now. His results Correct. is better because Georgia was never in contention before. You knew they had the talent, but yeah. you always knew they were going to lose two games. Now you like they might lose one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I will give Kirby that much to where he is right now. Better than Rick. I mean, things have to play out, but as far as right now, yeah. and let's be honest, uh, Saban is. Losing uh, but that's he's the won West. five or ten championships, right? But that's the West. But you're still recruiting against. You still got to play Alabama. Yeah, that's the mindset. Well, yeah, that's the mindset. I mean, so, I mean, so, so yeah. you have to start if he's starting to take those recruits from Alabama. Which, when you start doing that, that's when Saban starts to lose somewhat of so a. So you run about Alabama. I ain't worried about it. He needs to start taking recruits from Clemson. Every time I see Clemson's, every that's time I see Clemson's, true, true. Clemson's lineup. They, they, they got they, Georgia boys they on got them. Right on that edge, yeah. They, PSGB. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like, listen, you boy, I ain't, 
forget about <laughs> Alabama and Auburn and down that and side. You need to worry about Northern Georgia above Athens. These boys in Cartersville and Duluth and Tacoa. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, all, all of them going to Clemson. Gainesville. Gainesville, yeah. They're they not looking at that. They, <laughs> so that's why I'm like, so, now I mean, granted, he's turned that tide a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it needs to be more. And then, and then and then you hope you hope with uh Bobo going to South Carolina, he he kind of cuts the water off on the on the low country end that's going to Clemson. Cuz right now, Dabo got the whole state. He got the whole state. He got the whole he got the whole state and he's dipping into They've your, been in the um playoff all 5 years. Yeah. Not even Alabama can say. Yeah, no women, no. Yeah, he has. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So he he got he's been to two national championships. He won one. Probably should have won the first one against Alabama. He, I listen. I would bet your money that he can win this year, just because of <laughs> I, the, just because of the fact that we've been disrespectful. They're the underdog. All you know, all this, all this. I time. mean, Oklahoma's more of a favorite than Clemson is, and that's that's sad because they play touch football in in the Big Twelve. But, but I got to give a shout out to Jalen Hurst. I was about to say, speaking of speaking of, he's played in every. Georgia should be mad all the way around. Georgia and Alabama were the two much bad. The two men, they didn't make it, but their quarterbacks made you it. You will see. You looking at Jalen. And you looking at Justin, Justin Fields, Fields. <laughs> and, and both of them gonna be at the Heisman invitation. So, and, like, what could have been? What could have been? Literally, what could have been? Both schools, Georgia and because even when Fromm got hurt, it's like, look, you could have had Justin Fields come in. Now, nowadays, you have to play college football like the pros. You gotta have two serviceable serviceable yeah. quarterbacks. And now that they are the NCAA's loosening up how guys can leave that and transfer, transfer protocol, you're yeah. going for yeah. Yeah. almost any reason. Yeah, you better almost you better start reason. treating these boys right. Because I've I've seen I've, again, you can't tell me in practice. I un, I understand what the limbo got put on saving with Tua and Hurts. He wasn't going to let that that genie out the bottle. Right. But he had to win the national championship. So he got forced to let it out, right? And that he game. had to that that force in. But I, I had. But no, then you came back and did the same thing. I, I get it, but the genie was at the bottom. He 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 was being dedicated to Hurst. And I and what did I tell yeah. you about? Um, I mean, sad news for Tua when he said. Oh yeah, that, um, yeah. That 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 interview is. What not, did I? I told y'all. He's not getting drafted. I told y'all during that game when he went down. I was like, he'll be glad yeah, to walk, walk again. Yeah, Everybody yeah. like, oh no, he'll still be first yeah, round. Yeah. As soon as I saw it, I said he'd be doing good to walk again. Yeah, I, I don't. He that interview was too honest. So <laughs> his 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 agent and his dad be like, listen, listen, son. You don't say that. You don't say that. But I have no excuse for Georgia. You can't tell me you ain't see Fields in that practice that was gonna be out doing from and you let him go because ain't no way six months later this man go to Ohio State and, and he been throwing three fifty plus every game. Ain't no way. Ain't no way you every ain't game. see that. It's, it's no way. So and again. Justin Fields, new coordinator, new team, and you go 13 and 0. And in what you claim is the Big Ten is better than the SEC. This year. We could debate that again. This year. But this however, season. to do all of that in yeah. the Big Ten, come on. At, at, okay, if you don't want to agree with me, they better than the SEC, you know they're the second best conference. Right. But I'm saying, country, but. for him to do that in that conference yeah. this year and doesn't know anybody, doesn't know anything about the conference. Yeah. Like when he was at Georgia, okay, he knew what. Florida's gonna bring to the table. Yeah. South Carolina, you've yeah. seen them. Yeah, you ain't seen them. He didn't know none of that. Yeah. And to go 13 and 0. That 
that could be an indictment on Kirby alone. That's the reason why I'm could saying. Be, could be. That's the reason why I'm saying. Could be. From what I've been reading, just kind of doing my more research, they got him. They got Rick as a better coach, and they got Kirby as a better recruiter. And so somewhere in there, that mixture, he he lost he he lost a great recruit. Holding on the front. Holding on to him. So, but congratulations to the guys going to the Heisman. At least going to be invited. You got uh, uh, Burrow, Burrow from man. LSU. You got um, Chase Young. Chase Young from Ohio State defensive end. You got um, Justin Fields from Ohio, Ohio State. State. And then you got Jalen uh, Hurts from, from, from almost Alabama from Oklahoma. <laughs> Keep rubbing it I'm in. Rubbing it in. Keep yeah. rubbing it in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my bad. He couldn't be there because Alabama ain't in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't care who you are. <laughs> um, basketball. Um, your boy Fisdale got fired from the Knicks. Good for him. I know, right? <laughs> that roster, some things, is some things, some things is a blessing, a blessing in disguise, right? Good for him. Ah, Knicks were four and nineteen, and he got a free check. in the NBA. Yeah, I, I, I hope he gets picked up somewhere. Seriously, yeah, next I think he's a quality coach, despite yeah. what some Knicks fans he, say. I mean, he, I mean, once, once no one decided to come to the Knicks, and the uh, free decided to come to the Knicks. You knew it was going to be a bad roster, right? Because they had put basically all their eggs on trying to get Kyrie or trying to get. Um, well, Kyrie and Durant were coming as a package. Yeah, but you know, you get one, you get two of them. Or, but they didn't want the Knicks didn't want to. They didn't want Kyrie by himself with KD being out the entire year. Yeah, well, that's what it came down to. Well, that's stupid. So um, <laughs> <laughs> stupid is it? Stupid does. does. Yeah. So uh, you know. That Ross is gonna, you know, what, what you gonna do? So be unsuccessful. Um, yeah, basically, <laughs> yes. Be unfrank. You gonna be unsuccessful? Yes. I, yes. I, I, so, you know, his hands were tied. He's a good coach, but he ain't that. Ain't no one that good of a coach for what they have talent wise on the. Now, now, granted, you want the team to uh, to play competitive, to play and competitive and development, and you want to see that. So, I haven't watched the Knicks enough to say that. You know what? You know, there was six or seven games that. The ball bounced their way they would have won. I don't know enough, right. you know. I don't watch the NBA, quote unquote, until Christmas Day. You got two more weeks, man. Yeah, but still, four nineteen. You let them go. It is what it is. I'm gonna get a free check. The Knicks are known to be paying people for four or five years after they gone anyway, I mean, whether it be players or coach. So, I'm liking what Milwaukee's doing right now. Giannis, uh-huh. what did he score? 114 yeah. points in two games. I just and like set they, out. I like what they did to uh, the Clippers. And I can't wait Destroyed to do that them. against the Lakers. Destroyed. Now, that's going to be the matchup this week. So, i watch that Boston game. Boston's still sitting yeah. tough there. They're in Miami. Uh, he, uh, hero, becoming a hero of Miami. Mm-hmm. Him and Jimmy Butler yeah. seem to be playing extremely well together. And I don't know how Philly's still in the fourth spot right now. Uh, ben Simmons ha- has been playing well of yeah. late. I'll give him that. But um, Brooklyn is the one at 13 and 10 right now. They're 8-2. And I want to say of those ten games, eight were without Kyrie. Yeah, they, got, they put together a decent little roster for next. So game. does he but, mess up this roster when he comes back? I.e. Mm, the Celtics. No. 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 <clears throat> no. It's no. <clears throat> no. Okay. I think, All right. I, I think, okay. I think. All right. I, you heard it now. The difference December. Between, the difference between let me say this for you. December 9th, Brooklyn is thirteen and ten in the seventh spot. The difference between on record the difference we'll see. the difference between Boston and Brooklyn is that Don't roster you? understands that 
these next two to four years is Kyrie Durant and Durant, and they are along for the ride. That Boston roster, those guys were like, we are the ride. We are the ride. You know what I mean? Tatum and Ta- Brown. Yeah, exactly. It's a, uh, Gordon Haywood. It's a, it's a different mindset. Yeah, it's a different mindset. Morris. Correct. Those guys, Smart. those guys are like, what you talking about? We were good before you got here. Okay. Well, you know what I mean? Okay. That's not the mindset in Brooklyn. I digress. Uh, Lakers, number one seed in all of basketball, 21-3 and three right now. I was more impressed with their wins on the road against Utah and Denver. And Denver. Correct. Come. And AD dropping 50 the other night. He had 50 and LeBron had 32. Yeah. I, and then somebody else had like 25 tough. or whatever. Hey, listen, they, they're doing. They, now, you were comparing, well, you were saying that the Baltimore Ravens are peaking too soon. Are the Lakers peaking too soon? No, the Lakers got to do this. The Lakers, the Lakers, for LeBron's psyche, the Lakers have to do, actually for AD's psyche. Remember, AD ain't never been on a team that's been, been, been above a four. Well, no, no, been above a four. Okay, no, no. Ain't never they came team. in as an AC See, one time. Uh, that's it, yeah, I want to yeah, say. Yeah. So He's only been a playoff that one time against so the State. So you need to build as much, um, what's my favorite word? You need to build cachet. Because <laughs> they're going to be a rough patch. That's what I'm waiting for. There's going to be a three or four or five game losing streak. You know what I mean? So I, you, uh, you, you, you need to... Or they're going to have an injury, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, so, so this, this all was, this playing is not going to. No, this, this, this was the. This is what we were asking the Lakers to do last year with LeBron. Okay, was to come out strong and win the games, win the games, post the way. You know, be a two or three seed and not be hovering around the eight seed. Now so. I am surprised at San Antonio in the eleven spot right now, Portland in twelve. But I think all that will again yeah, work I, itself out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. For I Portland. mean, I, I, I look for. Currently, seventh Oklahoma City and eighth Phoenix to dropping those two. The rise up, rise up those places. But I mean, anything no, happened no, with no, injuries? No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, they did good. They won. Yeah, Roddy, one time to ride. One time to ride. White, yeah. Roddy White, one time in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. The, the, the Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor for the for the Falcons. Yeah, I was glad to see that. Yeah, yeah. It much deserved to him. Uh, before we get out of here, Florida State got Mike Norville. Who was at Memphis for their head coach, and your boy Lane Kiffin is back in the SEC at Ole Miss. Who will have the better season next year? Well, Ole Miss will probably pay for their better season. So, um, <laughs> I tied it. <laughs> um, I am so I get it. I hate when they do this to, to teams that are twelve and one, Memphis, and you about to go into a, a bowl game, a bowl a, game, a Jane, you know, a big time bowl, a big time bowl game. They're playing, and they um, snatch the they snatch the head coach from under you and watch them get blown out. Which is not fair. It's, it's just not fair. It's not fair, for, you know. I, I, but Penn State, they play Penn State in the uh, Cotton Bowl. They're going to get ran out the building. Um, That's but, why I say these bowl games, if you're not playing for something big, you got staff switching places because now he got to start recruiting for yeah, Florida not, State he's immediately. Gonna, he's not going to be there. Right. That's what I'm saying. So now you, it's just, so it's, now, now you can't say what Memphis could have done if they had been prepared because I think Memphis would have beat Penn State because Penn State, like, look, we didn't make it to the Rose Bowl. It would have been a better game. Right. We didn't make it to the Rose Bowl, so our kids but, are just but, happy to be but, there. But Penn, but Penn State is still playing for recruits for next year. They're still playing to impress those one or two guys that are borderline deciding whether or not they want to go to Ohio but State. But they got or, a couple of guys that are not going to even play, I'm sure, for Penn State. Well, maybe. maybe but, but I'm talking about for guys who are Memphis has everything to gain. You, you still, you're still trying. Exactly. It's just I, I just don't like it when head coaches for those smaller programs. I get it. You got a better opportunity, but you leave those kids who, 
who put sweat and blood for you, and now they got their chance to go out on top, and this is how you leave them. You leave them, you know, high and dry. I just, I just don't like that. But to answer your question, Ole Miss will have a better season. I mean, uh, yeah, Ole Miss will have a better season than Florida, uh, State. Uh, than Florida State, just because Florida State just he got so much he gotta he gotta fix down there. Uh, yeah, you know, your boy Google Gary talking about Lakers best team in the NBA. We well, said I mean, that, Google. Yeah, yeah. We, let me stay. Twenty-one to three. We get it, man. We, it I, is what it is. I, I, so ain't, far. I, I ain't have no, so far. no, no, nothing bad to say about about LeBron. <laughs> nothing, nothing bad at all. I'm happy he's doing this. Thank you. By the time y'all can say that for a while. <laughs> oh, the backhand economy, bro. I tell you, bro. Backhand better than uh, Serena's backhand on that one. <laughs> hey, man. Appreciate y'all for seven years. Look to many more to come. Uh, Follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Website www.dnasportstalk.com. Uh, but we'll be back here next Monday. WWE 1100 AM. Hey, see y'all next week. Peace. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, Radio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Tell the whole world the truth.